to the Universally Irrelevant Podcast. With your hosts, Derek Richards and Zach Odie. We're live, pal. Hey, dude. Hey. How are you? Pretty good. You just got out of bed, huh? Just rolled out. Just rolled out. Just rolled out. Rolled out, rolled down here, got in, got into your seat, heard a, got your mic on. Heard a knock on the door, and a, Zach's here. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll be right there. You stumbled out of your room. Stumbled out of my room, <laughs> threw a shirt on, set everything up. <laughs> Let's record. <clears throat> Let's do it. Let's just do it live, pal. Let's just do it live. <laughs> the 80s wrestling reference there, if you didn't catch that. So... Dude, a, like, what have you been doing this week? A little bit of everything. Same here. <laughs> Quite honestly. Same here. I've actually had a good week for once. It hasn't been just work, so. I've worked, and I've done productive stuff, and I've, you know, I've done a little bit of everything. I'm working some overtime tonight. And That's what's good about summer, because you can get a lot of stuff done. Yeah. Somehow I'm not tired, except I'm exhausted right now, because I only got about 20 minutes of sleep, so. Yeah. Well, you're going to go back to bed. Yeah. But, uh, so, like, every trailer for every movie that we're excited about came out this but, week. Yeah, and some images from First Man. Yeah. A poster got released today, too. Did yeah. you see it? No, I haven't seen the oh, poster. Hold on, I'll show you real quick. But it looks the, beautiful. Uh, the images look good, too. So, it yeah. looks like a Damien Chazelle movie. So I'm really excited. Pick a trailer. I mean, pick the, one the Star of is born. the we were just talking trailers about. that you, uh, came out this week. Oh, that's a sick-looking poster. Yeah. I was like... It looks like I thought it would. Yeah. Um, but A Star is Born, probably Dude, the I've first thing. I've watched A Star is Born trailer like 10 times. <clears throat> Mainly because, like, I didn't think that Bradley Cooper would actually be singing. I can't wait for the soundtrack. Like, I want to, I want to, I want the soundtrack now. It's going to be like the Crazy Heart thing. Yeah, that's what I, I was thinking. It's going to be better than Crazy Heart, I yeah. think. But I think it's going to be that style of music. That's a big ass ant. Sure is. Yeah. Sorry. And Lady Gaga looks really good, like normal. She looks. Lady Gaga always looks normal. She looks like herself, but she looks like a human, I guess. I think she's going by her stage name on this. Not her stage name, her like real name. Stephanie she? something. No, Stephanie I think it's... whatever the hell. I think it's Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. I think so. she's going by. Well, uh, <coughs> I was tired of seeing people online talking about how she's going to ruin the movie because she can't act. I mean, she was nominated for a Golden Globe for American Horror Story, so... Her voice is really good. Obviously, I mean, she can act. I'd say 60% of the time she's going to be singing anyway. But look at the same movie that came out, like, what was it, 79 with Barbara Streisand, where she was just a singer, and then she transitioned to acting, so, I mean... Sure, yeah, I mean... She won an Oscar for it, so... There's, like, three different renditions of it, but this they're all three different, though. They're all three, like, stories about... Yeah. It's a similar story, but it's different, so... Riley Cooper's directorial debut as well. Yeah. And he's acting in it, and he's singing. I can't wait. And he's playing guitar. I don't know, dude. It takes a lot to learn that. I kind of like the accent he's going with in that Like the country too. redneck yeah. style accent? Yeah. I, uh, Bradley Cooper's at his best when he's... I like Bradley Cooper in comedies, but I think he's at his best when he's in dra- dramatic roles. Mm-hmm. Like Silver Linings Playbook, which was unintentionally funny sometimes. Uh, I guess the next one we'll talk about is The Girl in the Spiderweb. Did you watch that? No. I am not thrilled with it. Who was in that? Claire Foy. 
Oh yeah, that's yeah. the uh, that's the uh, well. What I'm not thrilled about it continuation, is continuation, quote unquote, is the girl in the spiderwebs is the fourth book in the series, and we've talked about it before. I'm a huge fan of the series and the Swedish movies, and this just looks like it's a fourth sequel to uh, the Swedish series. Like it's picking up right after the third movie, and I think that's going to be confusing for people who haven't seen the movies, and they're going to have no clue how she got to where she is. And why she's doing what she's doing, unless they explain it through the movie, but I don't know. But they it looks like have. it's a sequel to the Swedish movies and has nothing to do with the Fincher one. I mean, if you're replacing the actress, I don't. I think it shouldn't have had anything to do with... Uh, and, like, the weird thing is, I don't buy Claire Foy as her. Like, no. I guess it's just because Naomi Rapuce is, like, who I, I think of, of that character. And she, I mean, Claire Foy played the queen, so it's yeah. like... it's Rudy Mara did really good as that character as well, but, like, Naomi Rapuce, I guess, is just the one that yeah, I've well, spent eight hours of my life watching her do that, so... I don't think, I mean, if they were going to connect it, they should have connected it to the Rooney Mara. Yeah, because that's the one American audiences know. Yeah, I mean, it, nobody's going to go watch three Swedish movies. Most people, like, that... Want to see? I only did because my dad was interested. Yeah, we sat down and watched them one weekend, and then I ended up loving them. Yeah, I mean, I I respect that. I just mean like, I'm probably not going to see it because I probably won't watch them. Yeah. So I don't blame you. I don't. I won't know what's going. Homework when you watch a movie. No, not for two and a half hours because that's probably how long it's going to be. Yeah, for real. Uh, Lego Movie Two trailer. I didn't watch that. Um, I mean, I love the first Lego Movie. I took my ex girlfriend on a Valentine's date. To see Lego Movie, I don't. I don't like it though. That's why she's my ex girlfriend now. But <laughs> that wasn't the reason. But I'm sure it played into it. I don't like the Lego Movie that much. I, I kind of felt bad, but I just didn't find it that really? funny. Yeah, that's all right. I don't know. Not everyone's cup of tea. Let's see what else came out this week. The Halloween trailer just dropped today. The Halloween trailer dropped today. I watched the teaser they released yesterday. I haven't yeah. got to watch the full length. It but. looks really good. I mean, it's just like it, it's like they explained it. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis has got PTSD. She's, she's like waiting, studying Michael. She's like waiting for Michael to come back, and then you know he gets, like he breaks out of that insane asylum or wherever he's at. And it just it looks good. I'm I'm excited for it. I think it'll be good. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I think the the best horror movie of the year is what we're gonna see today. Hereditary. It's easily easily probably the best horror movie mm-hmm. that's gonna come out, and we ain't seen it yet. Uh, but so I think if everything works out, I'm seeing three movies tomorrow. You seeing this again, Hereditary? No, I'm going to see Hereditary again. Ocean's see 8? Oceans. I'm probably going to see uh, the Ethan Hawke movie, First Reformed. It's another A24 movie. Yeah, and then Hotel Artemis. I do want to see Hotel Artemis. I think I'll just wait on it, though. Yeah. That's if I mean, I, I have to work tonight. And if I don't get enough sleep, then I'm probably... That's a huge fucking loss. This flew right in my head. Yeah. And if I don't get enough <coughs> sleep, then I'm not going to do three movies in a day. We may do one. We it's, did two last weekend. That was That was fun. We did, uh, what did we watch? We didn't get to see Deadpool. No, nah, me and Brad did too. That's right, weekend. you guys did. Yeah, we did uh, Adrift and uh, oh, Upgrade. Yeah, you said Upgrade was pretty Upgrade good. Upgrade was really good. Adrift I want to see it. boring. Like, yeah, well, that's that guy. That's the same guy that directed Everest, so. Yeah. I saw people, like, talking about how good it was, though. I just, I, I didn't get it. Plus, your girl's in it, so. Yeah. Well, former. You know what's got me? What? She's naked a lot in that movie. Why? And it was PG thirteen. Well, that's the same. That was the same thing with the impossible. Like, there's a scene in that when that it's PG thirteen yeah. and Naomi Watts is like naked too once, and I was like, I didn't understand it. But yeah, like, she is shame. I mean, I'm not shame being Willis. a you know weird or anything, but she's naked a lot for a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, and it, like it's not like censored. It shows everything. I think they're trying to allow more. I guess. I guess. I mean, but they can still only have one or two f words. I don't think an f words as bad. There's as no f words. 
I mean, there's a really cool scene with, uh, what's his name? Sam Claflin? Yeah, Sam, her, her and Sam Claflin. And, you know, that was like the only scene in the movie where I was like, all right, well, that's cool. And then after that, nah, it gets campy, though. Like, movies like that. Like, yeah. that's what happened with Everest, I think. Because you upgrade. Like, I know I talked to you about it. Like, Lee Wan L directed it. Yeah, wrote all the insidious movies. And, dude, like, this could be a franchise, I hope. I mean,. No spoilers. It's a guy well, that obviously, played, if you uh, see the movie, you understand why there could be another one. It's kind of like a Unbreakable type thing, right? Sort of. Yeah. Eh. It's not as the same. It's not the same feel, but it's like I mean, basically, it's this dude uh, <clears throat> like gets shot in the spine. He's paralyzed. The scientist wants to put in this like artificial intelligence in him, and then he does, and then he goes and hunts down the dudes that made him paralyzed and killed his wife. And that's all I really want to say about it because. Yeah. It's, the rest of the spoiler. I really thought the trailer looked good. I remember when I watched it, I told you, I was like, hey, um, Upgrade could be a very good movie. I hadn't even watched the trailer. That's probably best. Yeah, like, like I, Brad just sent me a text like, hey, you want to go see this tonight? And I'm like, yeah, sure. It's got like an 83 on Rotten Tomatoes, so I'll go check it out. And then I ended up loving it. It was really, I think it's like my sixth movie of the year right now. It's the same guy that, the lead guy is the same guy that played, uh, Shock or Shocker or something like that in Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in something else, too. I mean, I looked him up. But. He was in a, The Invitation, which is like a really good psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. On It was on Netflix, but... I... Oh, there was another trailer that came out, too. I'm getting really... I mean, I know next week we got Incredibles 2, and that, that hype can just talk for itself, but Jurassic oh, yeah. World 2, that hype is starting to pick up a lot, actually. I think... Uh, I, I, I think I'm going to like Fallen Kingdom more than I like the first yeah. of the Jurassic World. Like, because when I saw it in theaters, I liked it, but I didn't want to ever watch it again. Oh, it's wow. kind of like Last Jedi. Yeah. That's what happened with Jurassic World. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to see it. Speaking of Jurassic World, didn't the girl, like, that played Rose on there, didn't she, like, delete her social media because racist people? I feel so bad for her. A little bit, yes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like her character, but I'm not going to go on to social media and just well, yeah, you know, make I mean, fun like, of her and make her feel bad because she was, like, an unknown actress that got a big break. I mean, that's, like, what you, dreams are made of. You like, can't help. came true. Yeah, you can't help the way you're written. I mean, exactly. look at Hayden Christensen. and If you're going to hate on anybody, hate on Ryan Johnson for it. Don't hate on the actress. I mean, <laughs> she had no say in what she was doing. She was just doing what she was told. Plus, she's not that character i mean it's yeah. a real person so yeah, you know you real. can't just get on there and be like rose was a you know and then use a bunch of racist terms <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's I, not, I just don't think it's fair to her at all no i mean i i do agree with you i didn't think i think that she was a part of the weak she was a weak part of the movie yeah but like you can refrain from being being a butthole on facebook or like facebook twitter whatever yeah just you know she's coming back for the next one so <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you have to. I, I would assume she is for that Love Square we talked about a couple weeks ago. Love Square. Love yeah. Square, yeah. J.J. Abrams will fix it. It's fine. I hope so. It's fine. I hope so. I mean, Solo, Solo kind of like reignited that spark from uh, no pun intended towards Star Wars for the, whatever the theme of the last Jedi was. With Solo. It, but Solo kind of reignited the spark for me. It's good, dude. I, I was... I, I've seen... Two people I've talked to that have seen it recently talked about how great it was, and it was probably the best Star Wars movie in a while. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, "It's very true, like yeah, it's very true." That's one since Rogue One. And it, the only problem they ran into is they didn't release it in December or November or something like that. That's the main problem I think so. that they ran I agree into. With you. If they would have just waited, you know, because so, you had Deadpool was going to win for a month anyway. You were supposed to see Deadpool two last weekend. Yeah, tell the story. We went to see Deadpool two at Marquee Theaters in Withville, Virginia. <laughs> 
I don't care to call you out. Uh, and we sat there for about 45, 45 minutes, yeah. And uh, the trailers played three or four times. They, they started, they, we, we watched them all the way through. The, the film wouldn't start in the first place. So Derek here went and told him the movie wouldn't start. So then we watched the trailers three times. Well, almost three times, complete times. And then uh, 45 minutes after the showing time should, should have already started. She comes in and tells us that it's not going to work. So she gives us a, a card, a technically a quote-unquote free card, but we paid. We didn't get our yeah. money back. So we're still paying for a movie. Basically. It doesn't make any sense. But, we know, gave him cash. He could have gave us our cash back. I guess, I guess I don't have to pay money now to see Hereditary. I pre-ordered my ticket. Yeah. I mean... Oh, I'm I gonna say use that. It. I, I have my, it. I have my movie pass, so I may just use my movie pass now. Yeah. I get those points. I'm gonna use later. it today. <laughs> Why not? Get it out of my wallet. Yeah. But I was. I mean, I'm not really mad about it. I don't know. I'll, I'll finish the office. Yeah, I saw that. That last the last episode, episode yep. hit me hard. With like, uh, Aaron was the. You didn't think that was gonna happen, did you? No. With Aaron, yeah, that was. No. A, Michael doesn't say a single thing. Like he's there, but yeah. he's like. But the last scene we're in the office. Where they're all like in the office, and Dwight does that monologue about like, uh, you know, do I have friends? And he like names off all these people and all of his relationships with him. I was like, oh my god, you know, Dwight's kind of human. Yeah, I always thought that they made more Dwight more human later in the series because like, there's that whole part where Jim and Pam go and stay at uh, Fruit Farms mm-hmm. for that night, and then like, I think after that he started to become yeah a little bit more. I know he tried to go against the company and like all that for a little while, but he's, he's more one of human. My favorite TV characters oh yeah, him and he's, him he's and Michael, hilarious. dude, and Jim. Also, I, I guess I started yesterday. I watched the first episode of Thirteen Reasons season two. It the first two episodes kind of drag, but like three through, I still have to finish it. I haven't been home long enough to. I finish really it. heard the finale is kind of controversial. It's very. That's what the, I've heard. I guess the first season's one was controversial as well. I think this one's a lot. I mean, it's. I think it's equally as bad. I don't. I've heard it's not a suicide. So the thing is, I was looking at the ratings for the episodes. The last episodes, man. They all have like eights, and this one, the last episode, had like a five point nine. Yeah. So I'm I mean, kind of curious to see how that goes. It's not necessarily that the episode's bad. It just triggered people. Yeah. I mean, it. If you, the more you watch of the series, the more it kind of starts to come together. I mean, a lot more happens than you think. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that they didn't cover in season one, which probably didn't exist anyway. But they were just like, yeah, "We've got to make a season two. Yeah. yeah, but it it definitely gets better. I'm getting ready to start season or uh, episode eleven and finish it off. I just haven't done that yet. So. Right. Right. I didn't watch any movies this week either. Well, normally we do a "What have you been watching this week?" But we kind of want to go to the music theme this week. So, what have you been listening to? Uh, probably the same thing you have. Yeah. Uh, it was Ghost's new album Ghost's new for album. a week. I've listened to it for about a week. Yeah. I, I'm getting kind of tired of it now, but I, I can't listen to it. Like, I'll still listen to Faith and like the two. I like the two instrumentals a lot. I like a lot. The, uh, the See the Light song. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, I think uh, Witch Image was a little better, though, the one at the end. Yeah, I, I like it, too. The only song, because I listened to it straight through because we went... I went hiking with my parents a week, like last weekend, mm-hmm. and I listened to it all the way through while we were going down there. And the only song that I struggled to get through was "Pro Memoria" because it's just yeah, poor, it's it seems poorly memory. written and jazzy. Yeah. yeah, he says something about dying like three straight times, and I'm like, okay, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, I've been on binges 
Last week, I was on, like, a Beatles binge where I just went through and listened to all their albums. This week, I've been on a Parkway Drive binge. Weird yeah. Enough, because yeah. I finally listened to Reverence, their newest album. So You showed Bottom Feeder, which is probably... If I had to listen to a Parkway song, that's probably my... Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that album. We'll the Reverence or the one with Bottom Feeder on it? Higher. The one with Bottom Feeder on it. Oh, yeah, like the whitish or, like, reddish white? Yeah, because that album was very experimental for them, I guess, because they're known, they're known as, like, a very heavy band. Bottom Feeder's a heavy song, though. Well, you have your heavy songs. They went with some more melodic songs on the album, and then they've got just some rock songs on the album. And it's like Reverence's, too. Like, Reverence... I think, I think would be, be the perfect, perfect album if you want to introduce somebody to Parkway Drive, let them listen to Reverence because it's it's slowed down, but someone who's going in fresh is going to be like, this is really heavy. The one with Carry On on it would definitely not be No, the but first like, if, you're listening, if you've been listening to Parkway for years and you listen to Reverence, you're like, wow, this is slow. But if you're just someone new going into it, wow, this is really heavy. Yeah. Like, no, you have no clue. Listen to like Horizons. I remember when I thought Metallica was heavy. I was like, Metallica is heavy, but then you listen to like modern day, like drum beats and stuff, like two pedals. And I mean, Metallica had two pedals, but you, Lars was not the greatest drummer. So I mean, you have like, like the first album of theirs I started, started listening to was Atlas. And Atlas. Yeah, that's the one that had Carry On. on. Album. Yeah, that's the one with like, uh, uh, um, Carry it's got, got Dark Days and it's got oh yeah, uh, I know all that song. that and all that like. Uh, I can't, I can't think of any of the tracks, but it's all about the apocalypse. Like, there's a there's a line in it where it's like, we are the diamonds that choose to stay gold. We're a generation born to win the end of the world. Yeah. That was the first song that I ever heard. When I heard that lyric, I'm like, wow, that's that's, yeah. that's out there. The Parkway's never been one of my like favorites, but I do. I, love I like a lot of their songs, not together, but I like a lot of their most popular stuff, mm-hmm. I think. But like but I said, you need to listen to a Deathless song. Because it's a lot more melodic than what they're used to, and he sings on it. Okay. Like he, he screams a little bit. I mean, like, I like heavy music, so... He screams in the chorus, but he sings as well. And they also have a version of it as well with this girl. I don't know who she is, but it's pretty good. Mm. I mean, I, I like heavy music, so... It's on higher really, as well. All right. Last album. Yeah, Fifer King released their new new single in this Tower of Pain. Yeah, it's... That whole song, I, I, I almost bet, because when they released the song for uh, Death Grip, they released Pissed Off, and it was the first song off the album, mm-hmm. and it was the heaviest song, really, other than Stacking Bodies on the album. I think that Tower of Pain will be the first song on the album, too. Bro. And then what they'll do next is release something like Dead Memory, like they did, because they released Dead Memory, and I was like, oh, there's some melodic vocals in this. And then, Tower of Pain is heavy. Yeah, it hurts by the end of it. You're like, it I, is, it's intense. Yeah. But, but it's, it's good. good song. It's a really good song. It's a very good song. But it is intense from start to finish. They're going to all their. What I like about them is like, they're not big yet. Still, mm-hmm. like all four of their albums sound so different. Like uh, Creation Destruction. If you go back and listen to it, or Descendants, they're those two kind of sound the same. And then you had uh, Slave to Nothing with the guitar sound completely different. Slave to Nothing, I think, is my favorite. Yeah, they because uh, they featured the dude from uh, for for today in that song. So it was like. Of course, that's not a band anymore. But uh, what was the last album? Death Grip. Death Grip. Death Grip is. I liked it a lot, but I was kind of disappointed with some of the. Uh, I think they understand that people were just disappointed with some of the yeah. songs that were filling it out. Like Dead Memories is probably their best song, and then Stacking Bodies was is probably my second favorite song of theirs, besides Slave to Nothing or Now Tower of Pain, because that song's really good. Mm-hmm. But 
I wish that uh, we could get new trivium once every six months because that, that would be, be fine. Nice. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, we were seeing them for the third time. It'd be fourth time for me. Third for this tour. Yeah, third on this tour. They're in Riley on a Friday. So, so I'm, I'm like thinking about making the fourth time. You go ahead. I, I can't do it this time. I can't. <laughs> well, I'm only do doing it. that because they're with Light the Torch. Which is, yeah. You know, Killswitch is old singer. That's true. I like, I like, I like him. So. Yeah, and plus that, that Light the Torch album was really good. Yeah. I mean, it, it lost some steam at the end, but it's a pretty good album. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know the other band. band. The, 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 like, like Avatar, Avatar, I think the name of the I've band. heard of them, but I've never listened to them. They're probably like, I don't know, they're probably like a Tooth Grinder style, I would say. Probably. Which, they have like two songs. So they'll be the first band on. Um, yeah, we're going to see Trivium July 23rd, I think. With, yeah. uh They're with Fit for an Autopsy, I don't really care for. Bad Omens. Yeah. I've actually listened to them, but not bad. I, one of the best bands that I've listened to recently, it was from when we went to see Trivium in October and Charlotte was oh, While She Sleeps. Uh, while she sleeps. That, yeah, I do like those that two albums that they have, well, they have more than two, but there's, there's two in particular, like the most recent one and then the one before that. Before that, they were like more of a hardcore band. Now they're like metalcore. Because mm-hmm. like if the, the Four Walls album is just straight screaming, there's no melodic singing whatsoever. And then uh, You Are We, I think is what it's called. It's like really good. Yeah. It's got a lot of melodic singing. Because when they came on, I was like, because Fit for an Orthopsy had already went on, and I didn't care for them because it was just. They were okay, but I mean, it you was can tell that their production value was really low. There, well, the guitarists, like the solos, were really mm-hmm. spotty, and then this, I don't. It was just straight, just yelling at me. I don't really like that yeah. the whole time. But like, while she sleeps came on, and I was like, if we can just get through this, we've got Arch Enemy and Trivium. Those will be good, and then the freaking singer having that much energy, and they, they blew they blew me away, honestly. Yeah. They're really good, man. I hope Bad Omens does that, too. Uh, we also saw Arch Enemy on that concert, which made me a fan of them, but they're not a band that I can just sit down and listen to. I, I get in spurts where I'll listen to like one of their albums, like War yeah, Eternal. Or, like, it's something... I'm not being sexist at all, but I don't like her scream. I like... Uh, I like... A lot of people will get mad at me for saying this, but I like the new girl scream more than I like the old one. I listen to the... If I listen to a live album they put out... I listen to it. I don't listen to any of the recorded stuff. But I think she sounds better live than she does recorded. Yeah. I like... The older Screamer is like... She was good, but I I, I think I can clearly understand the new one more. Like mm-hmm. when she's... And plus she did the War Eternal album, which is like the only one I really like yeah. that I listen to. So... But they were good live. It seemed like they played for four hours, mm-hmm. but they only played for like an hour. So... The solos went forever. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm gearing up. If, if I can get this worked out correctly, and you're more than welcome to come with me, I haven't even really, I haven't even told you yet because I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get it off. Yeah. But uh, Parkway and August Burns Red are yeah. going on tour together. I saw that. I was like, no, everybody's just announcing tours now. <laughs> I'm just like, and they're going to be at Myrtle Beach one weekend. I'm just like, you know what? You get shot down there. For those two bands, two of my absolute favorite bands in that genre. I'll, I'll drive five, five hours for it. It's going to be such a heavy show, though, because August doesn't have a soft song. And it's also, they're also with uh, Devil Wars Prada. It's like the opener. Which, I mean, I don't like them. They're washed, also. They're washed up, but they, they did have a zombie. It was like the zombie EP, which was really good. That's the only I thing I like. Um, I don't think I know them. No, I don't either. Honestly, I just want While She Sleeps to go on tour with somebody, because I'd go see them again. Mm-hmm. I've listened to a little bit of the August album today. Oh, yeah, the... Uh, I think Carbon Copy is my... Other than... Uh, Frost or... Uh, I didn't like Frost. The first song on the album is the best song. I'm trying to think. What is the name of that? Kings of Sorrow? Yeah, okay. 
Invisible Enemy, Enemy is obviously my favorite. That's, that's like the hit. Off yeah. I kind of I liked Frost because it has that weird guitar thing right mm-hmm. in the middle. It's different. The, the drums on Carbon Copy. Uh, yeah, ridiculous. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. that is that is awesome. They're an interesting band. Like, I remember when I first started listening to them. Like the album that is going to be featured on the top five. Can I ask you which one it is? It's uh, uh, maybe on mine as well. Found in Faraway Places. Oh, okay, mine's yeah. Messengers. I like uh, Found in Faraway Places is definitely the best. That's the first album I ever listened to by them. And then I listened to Me- Messengers was like 07 though. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that was Rescue and. Restore or something like that. The one with whitewash on it is the one I'm talking Mariana about. Trench. Mariana Trench. That, that album. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I don't think that's the title of the album, but I know that it's like a bluish, bluish orange yeah. color. Yeah. Because I was watching, oh shit, it was probably our sophomore year. I was watching a drum cover of Whitewashed, and then I just wouldn't listen to the rest of it, and that's how I got turned on August. When I started listening to him, I was like, I, I, I was into screaming metal. I was into like Trivium, obviously, yeah. and Kill Switch. But I hadn't really ventured out. Like I was like, I really need some new music, and I didn't have any like, I didn't have Spotify or Apple Music at the time. No, it was either. like four years ago. I had YouTube. I, yeah, it was like four years ago, five years ago when we graduated. Like right after we graduated, and I went to Walmart and found found in faraway places, and I was like, a lot of people have been sharing stuff about this, and I think I'm gonna check it out because I hadn't listened to them before, and I popped it in, and like, it's heavy. Like the first, all the every song they have ever made, heavy. They slow them down sometimes in the middle or at the end, but like, it's. I was blown away. I'd never heard anything like that before because they use like banjos and stuff like that too. Like like salsa breakdown. They do, which I think it's cool too for metal. It's really cool. That's they're interesting. I like like their screamer because I mean we we like a lot of the screaming music, music, but sometimes even even with Parkway, Parkway. Can't understand the I get frustrated when with it's him. With him, with him, I can't. I don't know about you, that's why. That's why I like Fit for King so much because he's so understandable. Like yeah. you, everything that he says he's, when he's screaming, and even when he's live, you can understand everything he's saying. Like, I need, I need to, to see them live. live. I think we're gonna be in like Greensboro sometime soon. They're good live. Like uh, when I went, I didn't even get to them until it was when you were in Oklahoma and you sent me a link to their stacking bodies. I think it wasn't even or Dead Memory. I listened. And I started listening to it. Yeah. I, I liked, because I went and saw them in Oklahoma City, and then it wasn't packed. Like, there was not a lot of people there, because you had room to just walk around. Mm-hmm. It was almost like when we were at the Fozzie show, and that whole back was just empty. That's yeah. what it was like. I mean, it, I was really surprised. I mean, I know it was a Tuesday night, but and the venue kind of sucked. But, I mean, it's like not a, they're a really good band to see live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they played like 15 songs. <laughs> so... I like them. I'm, I'm excited, excited for this. Album. Yeah. You know what another album I'm really excited for? What? Bullets new album. Oh yeah. Uh, Gravity. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gotten really into. I mean, I was into Bullet before we saw them a couple months ago. Yeah. If you like, you like the norm, normies. I like the. I like the the hits. You know yeah, what I mean? Your betrayal. Like, your betrayal. Tears don't fall. Yeah. Stuff like that. I've gotten into like you know some of their older stuff like. The Poison, I think, is one of my favorite songs. Four Words to Choke Upon is really good. Four Words to Choke Upon. Scream Aim Fire, the breakdown of it is really awesome. Yeah. um, Me wanting to be a screamer. I kind of got the Scream Aim Fire right there at the end. Forever forever and Always, and then uh, Eye of the Storm. Scream Aim Fire was like a Metallica-esque album, I think. Because the dude from, uh, of course, every metal band's influenced by Metallica at one point, but... Uh, Matt Tuck from Bullet from Valentine is like a huge Metallica fan. Yeah. Because they covered, it's not a great cover, but they covered Welcome uh, Home Sanitarium. I know you told me to stray away from it. 
Uh, oh, Temper Temper. I understand why because I did listen to about three songs of the album. The, the song Breaking Point's okay, but what sucks so bad is the lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's like a kid wrote them. Were they just wasted when they did that? I because uh, Tears Don't Fall Part Two is awful. It's horrible. They were coming off of the success of Fever. And Fever's a great album. Yeah, but they. It's almost like they just lost what they were. It's like, like some, some kind of monster, monster I guess. Saying angry, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost like they lost what they were because I remember watching an interview about it, and Tuck was talking about it when Venom came out. Of course, Venom was like Venom is probably my favorite. It was like their death magnetic, like they yeah. came back with that, you know. So, and uh, Gravity's gonna be good, but it's a very different sound. Than Which what I like. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So aggressive sneaks. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, <laughs> yeah. I, I think so far the best song that they've released from of the three is over it. I thought Letting You Go was the best, but uh and Peace of Me is good. I like Peace of Me a lot. I think what over it's it, pretty good. Over it's got the uh, heavier sound. Yeah. Like Letting You Go is a good rock anthem when you get to the chorus and it gets it starts breaking down, but it's kind of a boring song mm-hmm. once you really listen to it a lot. Do you think they'll release another song for the album as well? Uh they when they did Venom they had released a lot. I mean, it comes out the day after my birthday this month, uh, June 29th, so I, I don't know. Maybe one more. Yeah. It depends on how many songs are on the album and if there's a deluxe edition or something. I mean, hell, you're talking about albums from last year with Phantom Anthem. I'm still listening to some of the sentence every now and then. I mean, oh, yeah. it's to the point now where I've played the whole album probably a hundred times. And I, I can yeah. sing along every song on there, but... I have a really hard time listening to that now. I still like it, though. It's a yeah. album. Yeah, I mean... It's, it's not, not their best. best. When I go listen but, to Trivium, I like... Go. I listen to like Ascendancy and Crusade and uh, Shogun and I like the album Silence and Snow a lot. I know a lot of people I hate don't like that one. My go-to with them is either Ascendancy or In Waves. I like In Waves a lot too. There's that was and it's probably their. I don't like Vengeance Falls. I know I try to be a trivia purist, but it's there's a lot of disturbed quality. A couple songs on Vengeance Villainy Valley. Thrives is good and then uh, Through Blood and Dirt and Bone is really good. Brave the Storm, the opening sure. song, I like it. I just, I think it sounds like Disturbed. Because yeah. David Raymond produced that album, so. I, another album that came out this week that I told you about that I didn't really, I listened to a few, like the first two songs and I was like, I don't really care for this. Kanye's. I, but I liked it. I listened to the whole thing. It, it, it gets good. All like right. he starts... There's a song on there called Yikes that's really good. And then, uh, well, it's different because it's like different Kanye. Like the Life of Pablo, he's like talking, like anything Life of Pablo before that, he's talking about how he's the king and all this crap, you know. He's like settled in now and he's like talking about his problems. And he's like, some of it speaks to you though. Like, you know what I mean? Because some of it you can really relate to. There's like a part where he's rapping at himself and then like then rapping back and then at the end he's like talking about how bipolar is his superpower and all this stuff and it's like it's a good song like i know you're not a fan at all at all but uh i think gambina is dropping a new album here soon no I, no i do like gambina and like i i i'm not a big fan of rap but he's one of the ones i like i'm the same way like uh him and like him, Chance, and Kendrick are like my three that I will listen to. I like Kendrick, but I think he's getting a little bit too big for his britches, I should say. Damn was a perfect album. It was good. I liked uh, perfect rap album. I should say it was like it was like uh, N.W.A. style. Yeah. Like. And then um, well, you, well, you know, know Dre founded him, right? 
Oh, sure. Because they did the song Compton together. Whenever you watch the Defiant ones, you'll figure it out because Kendrick's on there towards the end and he just talks about Dre finding him. And Forgot I still had that. Yeah. <laughs> they do uh, the song Compton together on the Mad City album. Um, I... I don't hate Gimme. I think I'll listen to his album. I just there's something about the song "This Is America" that I just I don't like the beat to it or something. Mm-hmm. It's like just not. And plus, I, I liked I started liking him when he came out with like the Sweatpants song and all that, like yeah. three thousand, three thousand five and all that. And it's like different now. I mean, I know artists change, but I just feel bad because was it like in like September, or October? I started binge watching Community, and then that's when I became a fan of his. Well, I mean, that's what it takes though, because not everybody knows about. I mean, a lot of people don't even know that Donald Glover is Childish Gambino. And I only did that for all three. Which, which is crazy. It's coming up on a year of me being a fan of hers. Because Glow Season 2 comes out next week. So I guess I'll be talking about it. Because I'll watch it through. That was really quick, though. Like, they they pushed that out. I mean, well, I know they did. Because Glow Season 1 came out and got, like, a huge response. And, like, two days later, they were like, all right, well, Season 2 is on its way. Like a Stranger Things effect. But we don't get that for another... That'd be next year. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Game of Thrones. That's this year, though. They, no, no it's next, next year. year. Really? They, they know we want it. Is it in May? Is it in uh, summer? It's, it's like fall of next year. year. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a lot of... Uh, so it'll be like August. It's a lot of filming. But, but it's, it's going to be like... I think it's six two-hour episodes. So really, you're getting 12 episodes. That's too much, dude. Why didn't they just split them up to an hour? I don't know. Why you gotta be that dumb? Oh my gosh! I mean, I wanted to be featuring like they were, they talked about that for the entire time the series yeah, was out. So. Six two-hour two episodes in the last season. Okay. I mean, I'm. I'm okay with it. I just want to know how the story ends because I've I've been on board since day one. So it's. I think it, the show went on a little too long, but personally, the style of show it is. There it's a are, lot of money. There, there are, are some episodes in certain seasons, seasons that are useless. I did see where uh, that dude's leaving Walking Dead because even he's done with it. Uh, oh, uh, Andrew, Andrew yeah, yeah, like he's I done mean, with it. I've been, been done with Walking Dead, Dead since like season three. I watched the first season and it felt like a mini series and I liked it. And then they kept going mm-hmm. and they kept going. And plus all the, all the, I mean that's that dude's life. The other, not Lincoln, but the other guy. Uh, oh, Norman Reedus. That's his life now. Like he's taken over as the main guy. No one. I mean, he was the Boondock Saints guy for a long time, and then I guess he just became the Walking Dead guy. But even most of the other actors are leaving. Like the Denai, she played is the one that Michonne. Yeah, yeah, because she's in Black Panther. Yeah, she's She's in the MCU. She's a prominent character. So yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she didn't fade away. Yeah, freaking. I mean, spoilers. Black Panther fades away, and. Uh, Speaking, going back back to music real quick. uh, I gotta find it for you, but. Do you listen to Wage War? I, I like them, but they're... They, I don't know. I, they have okay. a song called Don't Let Me Fade Away, right? Yeah. And, and like someone took the, the scene in Avengers where everyone's fading away and they put Don't Let Me Fade Away, like the chorus of Don't Let Me Fade Away. Don't Let Me Fade Away. And like Peter Parker's disappearing and everybody. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're a pretty good band. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> I'm trying to think. Wage War is the. Uh, is that the one that Scott was listening to that one night when we were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he introduced me to them, as like a lot of bands that we listen to. 
Most of mine have were triggered by Scott like Trivium and stuff, and then like after that it just started to break away. It's like a tree. Yeah. Once you get into metal, it's a tree. You just like they. You see a new band's album. That what I do is I listen to albums. Like I tried to listen to newer bands Mm -hmm. and see if I like them. Sometimes it works, and sometimes I hate it. Oh, I discovered going back to talking about Parkway. I discovered Parkway from I was coming home from baseball practice after I totaled my first car driving Granddad's truck, listening to Sirius XM metal, and then uh, uh, Wild Eyes came on, and I was hooked from there. I think Wild Eyes is a pretty good song. Wild Eyes is a very good song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the um, I know the one song that you that I have listened to all the way through on. Uh, is it what is that? Reverence. No, it's the one where he says "killing gods" or something like that. Uh, oh, wishing oh, wells. Wishing wells. Yeah, that's it. Pray. Like I think pray. you've. I think I've listened to that one too. Pray, pray is like, like a party, party song. song. Like, like dance macabre. Yeah, yeah except, except it's like stream dance. dance. It's, it's not, not like, like one, one of those songs that if when, when they play, play you're not going to mosh to it. You're just kind of like jump and have a good time. Hard from your hate. Yeah. I but think it's not radio rock. Like yeah. Hard from your hate is. I think that was one of the things I liked about Ghost's album so much is, and plus a lot of people are upset because it's not what they always are. But the out- title of the album is prequel, and the lead singer is a cardinal, so he's technically this is like before they mm-hmm. really become like anti-pope, anti, you know. Just awesome. So, can you name me a band that can do that? Because you're just going to, what's going to happen is this album's called Prequel. The next one, I mean, I don't know if they'll go straight into it, but they'll be, they're going to keep getting harder or they're going to keep getting scarier, I guess, until they get to like where they were at with Meliora. Yeah, that's that's what what I'm wondering wondering if that's going to be like a thing thing of, um, because this one's called Prequel and then it just slowly. Because this album, Ghost is a satanic band, obviously. Yeah. And this album was very, like, not very safe. The only time you hear Lucifer mentioned is in Pro Memoria. But, but I'm kind of wondering if, you know, you know this one being prequel, if they're, they're just going to like slowly go back to it eventually and, and then kind of work it right like back to where it was. I don't know. They Putting two instrumentals on an album is really risky. But they were good. But it worked. They were good. Yeah. Um, very, the saxophone that comes in at the end of Miasma was like, I was like, is this in excess yeah. for a second? But uh, it, what I liked about this album is it's heavy, though. Like, uh, the first, you have Rats, mm-hmm. and then it goes straight into Faith, which is heavy. Heavy for Ghost. Yeah. I mean, it's not heavy music. But then you have... See, see the lights get really good drums, mm-hmm. and then uh, then the, uh, the instrumental. instrumental. And then Dance Macabre, which is a very odd song to have on that album, just out of nowhere. But it works, though. Every, Every time, time I, I hear Dance, dance Macabre, I just, just want to start dancing. dancing yeah. Honestly, it's, a, it's, it's got, got a cool riff to it, and it's, it's got, like, you know, it's just catchy, like, vocals. Yeah. And then the skippable song, uh, I've already mentioned. Uh, Witch Image, then the Hell that Tess von Stir or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think and that's like the, a. The last yeah, I think. Uh, I think. Life Eternal is a really good song. I know it was slow, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. It was a very good song. It's a good vocalist. Like, even on the live, the. Uh, something in Devotion, the live album. Oh, Ceremony, Ceremony and Devotion. Yeah, that's a good live album. Mm-hmm. Like, the vocals are really good. And the music's hearable. Like, it's not just crowd. Yeah. Speaking of that, back to my Beatles binge. Uh, they have an album on Spotify, Live at the Hollywood Ball. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Don't listen to it. Is it bad? It's not, not that it's bad. You can't hear a word they're saying. Because I, I guess it was recorded in the 60s. Yeah. And plus... 
this is at the peak of Beatles mania. So like every single girl in the audience is screaming at the top of their lungs. For Paul or John or, or Paul or John George. Or George, no one screamed for Ringo. No, nobody but. wants to scream for Ringo. Poor guy. Yeah, dude. I, I go into it every year. Right, or it's usually right around my birthday when I go into the Beatles binge. I like the Beatles, but I can't really go into a binge of the Beatles. You know what I mean? Well, you see, I go into these weird little things where I'm just like, I like these bands, but I can't pick a favorite album, so I have to. It was I did it with Queen. I did it with the Beatles. I'm done it with Led Zeppelin. I mean, I did it with Rush to try to change my opinion of their favorite album, but it just went right back to that Farewell to Kings. That's definitely that was a really good t- album. Every song is good. I think with the Beatles, it's weird because like they have some really cl- they have some bad clunkers on some of their albums though. The White Album is good. That's like thirty songs on it. It yeah. better be. Magical Mystery Tour. I think is probably my favorite because it's short. It's to the point, and they were super high. Obviously, and you can tell. I like they were uh, super high. I like Sergeant Pepper's. Sergeant Pepper's is. I mean. I guess Sgt. Pepper's is like the album for that. Sure. Uh, well, that and uh, Abbey Road. But yeah. Abbey Road might but even be. Even Let It Be. Like, Let It Be is a really good <coughs> album. It's got a. They hated each other, though. Mm-hmm. That was the only problem. That was like their last album, I think. Yeah. Uh, Beatles for Cell is not bad either. Um, let's see what else. Revolver. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Honestly, honestly like, like, listen, listen to Helter Skelter. Skelter. And, and it's just like, like that, that was the origin of metal, metal right there. Like,. Because they are like they play with really loud distortion. John and Paul are screaming at the top of the lungs. That's when uh, that was one of the songs that Robert Plant was talking about. That influenced a lot of Led Zeppelin music was Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter is a great song. Somebody covered that recently. White Zombie did a long time ago. I liked White Zombie though. Yeah. And then uh, I think it may have been Stone Sour, so I'll never listen to it. But no. I don't like. Stone I wish Sour. my Spotify would like, like no, that I don't like. You don't like Stone Sour and you don't like Five Finger Death Punch. I wish my but Spotify. But somehow, when I'm playing my Spotify on shuffle, it always pops up. It always brings up Jekyll and Hyde, and you're like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> Every time, I'm the same way. And it puts it in like my metal mixes, yeah. like my playlist. I'm like, I, like, I don't, don't want to sit here and be freaking jamming down the road to like August Burns Red, and then have to listen to the dumbass thing from Five Finger Death. Punch. I don't want to be a redneck right now. <laughs> Pretty much is what I'm trying. To, yeah. Or bad wolves. Yeah, shine down. I'm sweating, brother. I think I'm done. I'm I'm hot. Are you tapping out on I'm me? I'm hot tamale right now. Hot tamale. Um, what are we talking about next week, brother? I think it's about time for the albums, brother. You want a prequel next week and do our Lord of the Rings show? Okay. And then we'll do the albums. That's fine. Next. As long as Ethan's involved with well, it. Well, hell, Incredibles 2 is next week, so we might as well go ahead and set it up because you know he's going to go see it with us. If Incredibles is next week, we can do Pixar movies. Oh, baby boy. <laughs> Look what you did. <laughs> All right. I guess we got a topic set for next yep, week. We do. We're going to do Pixar, top 10 Pixar movies. Well, it doesn't have to be in particular order, but... Let's do 10. Let's do 10. Pixar movies. We haven't done a top 10 list in a while. Because I think our, they're going to be different. I really do. Because the Pixar movies are very... We By the way, I have a projection for you. For a prediction, not a projection. Cap's won the Stanley Cup, too. Woo! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't even care about hockey, but DC won a championship, so yeah. I'm happy. That's what I, dude, people are getting so pissed off at people on social media for, like, freaking out that the Caps won. I'm just like, 
You guys can obviously go on any of my social medias and tell that I'm a DC sports enthusiast. Except for the Redskins. Except for the Redskins. But, like, go on any of my stuff. Like, I'm I'm a DC sports fan. I may not cheer on the Wizards or cheer on the, but you do. the Caps. But, like, I'm, a, I'm the most diehard Washington Nationals fan you'll meet. So, like, if any other t- if the Redskins won the Super Bowl, I'd be happy for them because they're from D.C. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I would be too. Caps, Ovi, Oshi, congratulations. Yeah, I don't think Backstrom played at all. I think he's hurt. They did it without him. A lot of what did it too is, uh, I mean, the Vegas Knights are like a really great story because it's their first season. Mm-hmm. I mean, just making it to the Stanley Cup Finals in the first season was historic. Just, making, yeah. just having a winning record – as an expansion team, as, it's historic. It is, it's great what they did. But they won a game in the finals. I mean, it's time. It's time for the Caps to win something because they've been the best team in hockey for the past ten years. But somehow they let the Penguins get in their head yeah. every time. And this year they didn't. They beat the Penguins. They beat the Penguins in the first round. That's when I was just like, yeah, they're probably gonna win it this year. Yeah, because you really don't have it that much. I mean, I mean Vegas the, was honestly the, the other. LA Kings used to be dominant. The Blackhawks. Remember the Blackhawks were like. A force to be recognized. Yeah, until uh, Kane got in trouble and he yeah. just kind of went down. But uh, I think, yeah, I mean, once they beat the Penguins in the first round, it was kind of a cakewalk from there. I mean, mm-hmm. Vegas was going to be tough, but what got to him was it's their – a lot of those players really – I mean, your expansion team, I don't know any of those players, so. I don't either. But they're hey, good. So I cast my all-star votes for MLB this morning. All nationals? Uh, I have three Red Sox on the AL side, actually. J.D. Martinez? Yep. Benintendi? No. Uh, Chris Sale? No. You, you can't, can't vote for pitchers, pitchers weirdly enough. enough. Oh, that's later. Yeah, yeah you, you can, can only do position uh, players. I know J.D. Martinez is on there. Yeah, J.D. Martinez. Bogarts? No, no Mitch Moreland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, yeah. He's Basically what it was, he's my outfielders, was uh, Rosario from the Twins because he's had a monster year. Um, Mookie Betts and Mike Trout in the outfield. I think... Uh, Betts has been out for a little while. Yeah. I know Pedroic just came back and got injured. I think his career is coming to end. The third baseman for the Yankees, because uh, he's, he's having a really good year as well. I can't remember. I mean, Tyler Johnson or Tyler no, Austin? And Dejar or something like that. Yeah, anyways. Didi uh, Gregorius is probably the best player on that team. Manny Machado is my shortstop, short because I didn't know he switched to short. I hate him, dude. Do you really? Yes. Jose Altuve is my second yeah. baseman, and my catcher is Salvador Perez. And then on the NL side, of course, this is biased as all hell, but Bryce Harper, Matt Adams, Odo Herrera from the Phillies, because I don't want Michael Taylor to have anything because he's batting like 190 right now. Herrera's good, though. Yeah. Anthony Rendon at third, Trey Turner at short, Javier Baez at second, Freddie Freeman at first, and Buster Posey upon the plate. We're my all-star votes. I put the cast. I, battle, I, I cast my ballot five times. Because that's all you can do in a day. Do it five more times? You can do it up to 35 times. You can do it five times a day. So They should just let you do one. I'll go back tomorrow and vote for the same thing over again. Five times. Five times. I'm sweating so, like a Warner Peter Pullen contest. I am too. I really want to go back to bed before we go You should go back to bed because it's going to be hard to stay awake if you don't. Yeah, but... So, so we're talking about Pixar movies next week. Yep, Pixar movies. Yep. All right. Well, we're, we're signing, signing off. off. See you. See ya. Yeah.